Welcome back to Common Sense Fantasy Baseball. I'm Drew and happy to be back after almost right at a month. And I have been wanting to do an episode for a while now and have recorded a few things, sketched out a few plans, and life has gotten in the way. So uh, no excuses, but all apologies, and I'm glad to be back. Um, and I decided not to not to sketch out or prepare too much for the episode today, but I also have been doing a little soul searching and decided, I think, you know, one thing I need to focus on for these episodes is making it a little bit more actionable, you know, giving some ideas uh, for players to target if you're trying to trade, players to pick up uh, that might bring your team some value that you can find on the in the free agent pool. And so today uh, I wanted to do that in combination with another thing that I've been wanting to do, and that's to examine the second chance leagues that were drafted in the NFBC over Memorial Day week. And um, well, the week leading up to Memorial Day. And I know it's been a couple weeks, maybe two or three weeks since then now. Today is June 11th when I'm recording this. So it may not be to the minute information, but I think it's incredibly interesting because if you look at these leagues, everything has sort of adjusted for what's happened early in this season. So uh, just looking at the top, you know, Mike Trout still went first, but then you had Christian Yelich second, Cody Bellinger third, you know, he was going around 40th preseason. Mookie Betts has dropped to fourth. If we, you know, um, look on down a ways, uh, Joey Gallo, before he got injured, was going in, in around pick 25 or 30. So I think it's really interesting to look at these values and to the extent that, you know, they have held up over the last two or three weeks, we can sort of look at, I think I'll sort of just go position by position here and see who might be undervalued. So let's just look, let's, let's start out with first base. I'm just going to skip catcher. So first base, Cody Bellinger was going first at an average pick of 2.8. So he was going, um, you know, by the third pick on average and sometimes even first or second overall, not just in the um, first round, but you know the first, second, third overall pick. The lowest he actually went was fourth, and there were 15 of these leagues, so that's just incredible. Um, so t- you know, I think that might be have been mitigated if that was happening today. You know, he's sort of coming back to earth a little bit. Um, so, but still having a great year. I've, I think I've said on the podcast a couple times that Bellinger has certainly shown some heightened skills this year. He's, he's really shown improvements, but he's not going to continue hitting. Obviously, he's not going to hit 350 or 400, and he's not going to hit 40-plus um, home runs. So I still believe that. We'll see what happens. Um, next, Freddie Freeman. He looks like he was going about where he was. He's kind of had a, a hot two or three weeks, so it would be interesting to see where how that changed, but he was going about 19th in these Memorial Day second chance leagues. Um, 
Joey Gallo's next at 30th or so. Goldschmidt, 30th or so. Anthony Rizzo, 33rd. I think that's a value. Josh Bell was going right behind him. Reese Hoskins, 41st. Pete Alonzo, 67th. Uh, Joe Abreu, 83rd overall. Jose Abreu. I don't know where that came from. Michael Chavis, 100 overall. So obviously he would be going lower now. He's been slumping. I'm um, not seeing anything jump out. Luke Voigt, Mac Muncy, uh, Daniel Murphy, Matt Olson. Matt Olson was going 137. That's interesting. Edwin Encarnacion, Trey Mancini, 139. That's probably about right. Okay. Not seeing a ton of value jumping out in at first base, um, at least not in the the early picks. Let's if we jump on down. Uh, Jay Bruce was going 338th. That's interesting to see him going that low. I guess power is more easy to come by this year, and maybe his playing time wasn't really shored up until last week when he got traded to the Phillies and then AJ McCutcheon got hurt. So I'm not sure. I don't think the Bruce owner is giving him away right now. So I'm, I'm going to skip on to second base. <laughs> we might have to, uh, might have to jettison this content and re-record. See if I can find a couple of values here. So Javier Baez in the redraft or in the you know second chance leagues was going to 16th overall. Whit Merrifield 20th. Jose Altuve fell to 44th. Of course he was hurt and. Still is. Um, Gleyber Torres, 51st. Uh, Moncada, 65th. VR, 76th. Sinzel, 87th. That might be a, a value in Roto Leagues. I think Sinzel has shown that he's not going to have a very tough adjustment period to the major league. I think he's going to get you a solid 10 home runs and 10 to 15 steals with a 270 or better average going forward. So I think there are Senzel owners who would not see him as, I, I you know, VR was going 76, Senzel was going 87th. I would trade VR to get Senzel, absolutely. I would, I would probably trade Glaber Torres to get Senzel. I think Glaber's obviously going to have more power, so it depends what you need, but... Glaber's not going to get you the steals. Um, so that's that's an idea. Mike Moustakas was going 99th. I, I would imagine he would be going higher if this was done today. He's had a great few weeks. Um, Ozzy Albies was going 103rd. I'm not even sure he would go that high now. Muncy, Gordon, Daniel Murphy, Brandon Lau. Brandon Lau was going 168. And I think that's interesting because I'm also hearing a lot of people say that Lau's high strikeout rate will prevent him from continuing his success. Um, interesting debate to be had there, you know. How can you tell if a guy is going to be like Javi Baez or Aaron Judge or someone who strikes out a ton but also overcomes it with, with power and quality of contact? But I'm getting off track. Let's go to third base. Or actually shortstop. So let's see. Shortstop. Langor, Turner, Mondesi, Story, Bregman, Baez. This is all in the first round. Manny Machado. Actually, there's a huge 
gap between Baez and, Ma and Machado. Machado went 45th overall. Um, now, I would obviously take any of the first round shortstops over him, but at 45th overall, Manny Machado is probably worth taking a gamble on. As we go down, Bogarts uh, was going 67th overall. So that's definitely a, a total bargain. Um, you know, Gleyber Torres at 51, I would absolutely trade him for Bogarts. Tim Anderson at 58, unless you really, really need those steals. But as we have seen, he's, he's slowed down again, just as he did last year. Uh, Viara, Segura, Paul DeYoung. Tatis, I think Tatis was out when these drafts were done, but he went 107 overall. That just seems like a huge bargain um, since he was very much filling out the stat sheet and I believe will return to doing so. Like I said about Senzel earlier, if, this, if you need a guy that'll get you double-digit steals and stolen bases, it would be worth... I, I might even consider trading a, a Glaber Torres type for Tatis, just because you, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna give up something on batting average and, and power, but you're gonna get a more uh, well-rounded asset. And we all know how valuable steals can be uh, in Roto. Uh, Polanco, Elvis Andrews, Elvis Andrews went 122 um, in these second chance leagues. I, I definitely feel like he should have gone higher. He's he's definitely looking like he's going to absolutely steal another 10 to 15 bases um, in the second half here. So those are a few values. Um, deeper down, um, there's not really anything to get super excited about. Playing time concerns with, or, or injury concerns with a lot of these guys. Scott Kingery, obviously, I think everybody knows is, is on the rise. We'll see what happens from now on. Marcus Simeon went 235. He's having a great season. Um, uh, great few weeks <laughs> recently. Uh, okay, let's go to third base. Third base, you have Arenado, Bregman, Baez. Chris Bryant jumped up to 26th overall. Jose Ramirez down to 26th overall. And these are averages, so obviously you can't, they, they were both going at the same spot on average. Rendon, Vladimir Guerrero still still at 33. Um, this must have been right when he got called out. No, I think it was. Anyway, Machado, Moncada, Suarez, Devers, Austin Riley. That's pretty high on Austin Riley, 78th overall. Uh, let's keep looking. Muncie Chapman, Matt Chapman at 118 overall. <laughs> if you could trade Austin Riley for Matt Chapman, or if you could trade uh, Michael Chavis, Luke Stockas, these are all third basemen that went, at third base eligible, uh, players that went ahead of Matt Chapman. I would take Matt Chapman in a heartbeat there. Justin Turner, he's kicked it up. I would take him. Eduardo Escobar, I don't know. Matt Carpenter, Will Myers, Josh Donaldson, Hunter Dozier. Jeff McNeil at 260 overall. Going after Yandy Diaz and Jerks and Profar and DJ LeMahieu, I'd trade any of those three guys to get Jeff McNeil. Jeff McNeil is, of course, a specialist in batting average, but that does translate into some other things like 
um, runs scored and um, RBI. I just think what he's going to give you in batting average is going to be outstanding. Um, and I do believe he'll get you some solid counting stats. The Mets haven't been great, but I think they have potential to turn it on and Alonzo can knock those guys in. Um, you could do a lot worse than Jeff McNeil at third base, second base, outfield, corner, middle. Um, okay, not a lot of people jumping out in, in the later rounds for third, for third base. Maybe, you know, it would be a, wor a worthwhile do dart. <laughs> Let me try that again. It would be a worthwhile dart to pick up Travis Shaw. He's just about free right now. He may have been dropped in your league, and he was going 342nd overall in these drafts. People have completely given up, and that's a guy that, you know, if he just turns it on, he can hit 20 home runs between now and the end of the season. And almost the same thing for Renato Nunez. I mean, the power is real, and he was going 339. So maybe, maybe third base is a place to look super cheap. Um, some of these guys that were going very, very late um, – they may be sort of uh, high variance guys, but they, uh, they they could certainly pay off. Outfield, this may be a little tough. I'm just going to skip down to about 40th. We have Hoskins, Starling Marte, Soto, Brantley, Rosario. Brantley, you know, went 49th in these second chance leagues. He's had a he's had a cool um, cooling off <laughs> period in the two or three weeks since then. So you might. See what you could trade for Brantley. If you could trade, I would probably trade. Who are these guys going around him? Eddie Rosario. I don't know about that. I might trade Eddie Rosario for Brantley. Benintendi went 67th. That was a lot later than he was going preseason, but understandable. If you could turn Benintendi into Brantley, you'd have to at least consider that, I think. Austin Meadows went 79th. To me, that seems pretty low. I mean, he, he showed that he could hit for a good average last year. He's backed it up this year. I know it's only 200 plate appearances this year, but he's hitting like 340 or something. Um, and, you know, 12 home runs, 8 stolen bases. I mean, you could do a lot worse than Austin Meadows. There's Sinzel again, Victor Robles. Victor Robles is probably a good a good guy to to speculate on if you need stolen bases. I think he'll, you know, kind of right the ship. His, he hasn't been hitting very well, but I think he has a, a lot of potential to do so. Eloy Jimenez, kind of the same story. He went 131st overall in these region in these second chance drafts, but uh, I, I do see Eloy Jimenez. Uh, with a lot of potential to turn around. Domingo Santana went 155th in these, and I think that was because he had sort of a, a coolish May. He actually went after Aaron Hicks and Trey Mancini, or uh, Gregory Polanco. I mean, if somebody's valuing Domingo Santana that low, I think I would go after it. Domingo Santana should be a top 25 outfielder, and... He was the 40th outfielder off the board. So he's going to give you 
double-digit home runs, I'd say 15 home runs and five steals before the end of the season with a decent average. I mean, 270 would be my guess. Uh, Ryan Braun, 185, maybe. Jorge Soler, he was going, he was going 210, and I'm surprised he wasn't going higher in these... Uh, in these second chance leagues after getting off to a pretty good start this year. Jesse Winker, 218. I think he's going to get really on a hot streak and and, um, and make you glad that you didn't give up on Jesse Winker. All right, so that's a few ideas at uh, Outfield. Uh, let's do picture and then call it a, call it a podcast. I'm going to skip down to about... 15 overall, I got Luis Castillo going 51st overall. Let's see, skipping some more. A lot of closers going in the 60s and 70s. Um, Shane Bieber went 73rd overall. Hyunjin Ryu, 75th. Understandable. Um, Soroka, 85th. Caleb Smith. Uh, All right, so these... These, a lot of these guys in this range have, have jumped up. Clevenger went 112 with him coming back soon. I don't think you're getting him for that kind of a price now. Um, Matthew Boyd, 119. That's a pretty good, pretty good deal. Frankie Montas, 134. If anybody's still valuing him there, I would trade a lot of these. So before Montas, these are the guys that went. Tanaka at 129. Kyle Hendricks at 122. Colomay is a closer, Boyd at 119, Domingo Herman at 115, Zach Wheeler at 114. Other than Matthew Boyd, I would trade any of those guys for Frankie Montas. Uh, he seems like the absolute real deal. Let's see. Um, let's go a little deeper. So that was sort of like mid-100s value. Let's skip down to about pick 200. Um... Let's see, John Lester, no thanks. Fultinovich, Eduardo Rodriguez, <laughs> I'm gonna try that one one more time. Eduardo Rodriguez went 220th overall. So that's that shows a lot of people have just completely given up. I'm not saying I would start Eduardo Rod- <laughs> Rodriguez against any opponent uh, at all, but, um, but I would, Love to start him against bad opponents, and I would love to start him on a two-start week and pick up 20 strikeouts. So uh, that's an interesting one. Uh, so John Lester, I would auto-trade him or Mike Fultinevich for Eduardo Rodriguez. Let's go up even a little further. You, you Darvish at 192 overall, I would trade him in a heartbeat for Eduardo. Uh, Jose Quintana, Quintana at 190. I would trade him for Eduardo Rodriguez. <laughs> Why can't I say his name? Um, all right, so going down further, Spencer Turnbull at 249 overall. Yeah, I would I would look into that for sure. Um, Pablo Lopez at 279 overall. Seems like a pretty good value. Jesus Lazardo, 296 overall. Um, I would at least keep an eye on him, see how he uh, how close he gets to, to coming up. Then even Trevor Richards at 323rd overall. I mean, that's 
practically free for a guy who you can't trust him against just any team, but when you do roll him out, he's going to get you, you know, six, seven, eight, nine strikeouts. And in a two-start week, that's just gold. Um, wow. <laughs> and Alex Reyes was 338 overall. I think that's before everyone started to realize he was going to come back and join the rotation. Well, okay. I don't know how useful that was, but I wanted to give some actionable information. Um, and that is just when I see the values that uh, it appears these guys are being valued at, or at least were two or three weeks ago, there are a, there's a lot of opportunity. And, and so that's the kind of thing I would be targeting in a trade. Maybe next week uh, I'll do some, over, some guys that are being overvalued, uh, sneak peek. I think uh, Austin Riley is a good example of someone. I, I think I might have mentioned I saw he went 78th overall in these second chance leagues. And this was after he'd been up for maybe a week. I mean, he literally he had 25 or 30 at-bats at this time. And, of course, he had already hit five home runs or whatever, and so people were just – letting their imaginations run wild on Austin Riley, which is fine. I mean, I hope he does great, but there was a lot in the profile to think, you know, he's going to have some slow times. He's going to strike out a lot. And, of course, you know, we've seen that in the last week or so. So if that's interesting to you, hit me up on Twitter. Let me know. Um, I'm Common Sense FBB on Twitter, and I'd love to hear any suggestions for what you'd like to hear on the podcast. Uh, for now, thanks for listening, and stay classy, Planet Baseball.